I'd say you are over the moon about the uh, the judgment in London clearing the billboards for uh, OnlyFans model Elsa Rose Watson. What? <laughs> I don't know if you heard, but this podcast is now sponsored. So before we get into the episode, let me tell you about our sponsor. I Love That Ad is proudly sponsored by IRS Plus, the one-stop shop for expert local radio planning and media agnostic brand solutions. If you have a media brief, you need to speak to IRS Plus. Go to irsplus.ie or mail hello at irsplus.ie for more. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of I Love That Ad. I am Shane W. Brennan, joined as always by my host, Aaron Chalk, who looks like he was a rabbit in the headlights when I initially said hello. How's it going, Aaron? All good, Shane. Hello to everyone. How are you getting on? So I'm I'm very good. I'd say you are over the moon about the uh, the judgment in London clearing the billboards for uh, OnlyFans model Elsa Rose Watson. What? Saying that... Uh... <laughs> no, you were talking about it before we started recording. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, was, the was, giant uh... billboards that uh, had um, uh, her tags on it were, you know, close to schools and stuff, and a lot of people complained. But no, the uh, in the UK, the advertising board was like, this is all this is all fine. So I'd say you're, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good day. Big, big weight off the shoulders now, but Big uh, sigh of relief there now. Fair play to her. Good, good to see. No, good to see out of home getting used and in the headlines. It is well out of home. You know, it's it's always innovative. It's always making the <laughs> making the papers. <laughs> ironically, I thought yeah, I thought that was gonna be. Um, she, she couldn't stop texting me about it. <laughs> <laughs> All joking aside, what I was trying to get at with with the overturn. Um, or the uphold of the OnlyFans one is just the reason they're successful or have enough um, money behind them to even advertise is because they're really good at getting eyeballs and attention anyway. And is that, so is, it, is that model, is, is is it her doing her own billboards or is it OnlyFans' platform highlighting it's her, her as she a profile? Does, she, she, she can, uh, Elsa Rose Watson, I believe is her name, she's in a bra and it's just her handle. And she did four billboards. And what people were complaining was like one was within 450 meters of a school and stuff like that. But as it's upheld, it's not overtly sexual, apart from the fact she's in a bra, but so is an M&S lingerie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so they've upheld it in that sense. But no, no, it's like I think someone reported she gets up to about 200,000 sterling a month on OnlyFans. A month? Yeah they're, yeah, they're the type of figures like they're going into. So like these these people are content creators and, and as i said like twitch streamers are similar into this kind of new content creation space you know where people pay extra almost subscription model but what all the papers are trying to get into but um these people are experts at getting attention mm-hmm. so as they now have enough finance to start to to, to use traditional means of communication it's going to be a really interesting time while you'll have an, a lot of older generations will disagree with what they're doing and them kind of invading their space, you'll see this really interesting, I think, push back, back and forth. Yeah, and that's like a, a really big step. Like It's a weird kind of reverse engineering. They've gone a completely new, innovative route to create a whole audience that's not the traditional mm-hmm. channels and then using traditional channels to further grow that audience, not grow from yeah. scratch, but augment who they already have 
the early adopters or you know the people on that platform already mm-hmm. essentially that's it's, it's it's pretty interesting actually as a as a thing it's just yeah growth strategy you know what i mean like it's it's i just think it's interesting because i think you're going to see more and more of it because like generating so for example just a quarter of a million pound a month in general that'd be a significant like company you know what i mean so like they would a company of that size would do small amounts of advertising yeah. traditionally so to start see you'll start seeing now like twitch streamers like they're starting to they're they're small channels you know they're small networks so um i just thought it was really interesting i, I like i remember when it came out first because i remember looking at the picture and being like the picture's fine what what people are actually have a problem about is what only fans implies yeah you know what i mean like that's really what the problem is but um I just thought it was interesting and was interesting that they upheld it and rightly so given what the actual creative is, you know? Um, so I just thought it was an interesting thing to see happen. And I think we're going to see more and more and more of it in the coming time. So it's, yeah. I think you're going to see a whole different style and type of way to get people's attention, maybe not rooted in, I don't know, traditional thinking with these platforms they'll do something hopefully i mean we'll see some interesting things come out of it i just thought it was cool to see it a great way to segue into the fact that we're launching i love that i go behind a paywall exclusively on OnlyFans. uh scan this qr code to get a link to our (laughs) our profiles no i just a joke but in all seriousness though there is there's there's loads of these kind of things that are happening at once like and there mm-hmm. is that shift to even more traditional uh, platforms like Spotify. And I've put that in inverted commas because it is a, a new platform, but like yeah. it's a music platform. But now they're really up in their game in terms of tools for content creators, mm-hmm. for podcasters to monetize their their audience. So instead of a, a podcast having to go behind Patreon as the, the traditional route for that, for making money off it, now mm-hmm. Spotify are enabling you to do it in one fell swoop. A lot of content creators are going on to likes of Twitch and OnlyFans for because the tools are there to to to, to generate the revenue pretty quickly. And and even we saw the two or three weeks ago off the ball, or they're gone behind the paywall for all of their podcast and uh, uh, all the kind of their main. Content. Yeah, I thought if you're that not was listening as live. It's it's a paid paid model. So paid model. We- which I thought was interesting that they did that. I remember because it was a Jer went on the show and actually explained it. Mm. And um, what I thought was weird was changing the logo at the same time. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. So I thought that was like, oh, that's like two big steps at once. And I was like, just if you're talking, you want to bring an audience with you. Mm. Like, Keep your logo longer so they don't feel like everything has changed at once. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And considering I think he I think there was an article in the Sunday Business Post. I'm saying they're trying to bring over, like if they can bring over a quarter of their listenership, they're they're in good shape. So when the the point was to familiarity to change the logo at the same time, I I felt was was interesting yeah. as a move. It'd be really curious to see it'd how be, it, it's, it'll be a, a very interesting in general one to watch and case models. Yeah, thing is going to go. Mm-hmm. And like obviously they have. Like they have the content credentials, you know what I mean, in the terms of quality of what they output. 
but I think I, I read an awful lot of comments around the um and, and look comments you're you're only ever going to get people who are on either end of the spectrum people who are either so motivated out of anger that they hate something or someone so motivated out of love that they want to say you okay hon but um <laughs> uh I thought it was interesting a lot of people comparing them to the price of second captains it's, it, being that's, like, that's the most comparable you, the, that's how the which makes sense and off the ball is more close to the price of a Spotify than second captains it's double the price of a second captain is it oh right okay. yeah I think they're closer to that 10 quid Um, because second captains I think is a fiver right and I think the this is with me reading the comments now I don't I don't subscribe to any of these Um, and I think if I remember correctly the, the, the it's closer, like if someone's looking for eight ninety nine, you're looking for a tenner. You know what I mean? It feels <laughs> you're in that classic kind of like you've you've got a tenner in your hand or you've got a yeah, five yeah. in your hand, which you taken off me. Um, but I think there was a lot of comments based on that. So it'll be really interesting. And like, look, honestly, when I read the comments, a lot of people were like, Okay, that's the end of off the ball for me. But then there are people who are more emotionally charged, you know, like um it'll be interesting, especially in the cost of living crisis, to see how many people go over to him, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, you like, it's like me with the, the Formula One, cancelled my Sky. It's like, no, I don't need it. And then like, mm-hmm. this weekend was the first week back after the summer break. I was straight on to Now TV. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, this weekend, course. yeah. So like, well, if you listen to those listeners, it'd be like, I oh, don't no, actually, no, I do miss this. No, there will, I think there will be a lot of that. There will be listen envy, but you assume then they've built into the model that, look, we're going to start very slow and hopefully we can, you know, they'll generate enough content that it'll it'll bring people back to them. Because obviously, as I said, the, the, the reporting is is top notch. It's just interesting. It's, as you said, it's, it's really interesting to see in our small market mm. it happen and just see what way it works out, you know? Yeah. Um. But anyway, we digress. That was, uh, was a, you know, I hope everyone found that very Bit of a state of the nation, wasn't it? There between coming yeah. out of home. Audio content creators now. Only fans, now you're up to date. everything. You know, yeah, everything. Brilliant. That's all you guys need. Bring that up in the office. Not that anyone goes you into office. You can actually stop listening <laughs> now because we're just going to talk about ads now. <laughs> yeah. And that we find like that's where the retention rate really oh, drops off. No one likes ads. <laughs> Even good ads. <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay. So on this week, so as you can tell, it's just myself and Aaron this week. Free gaff. Uh, free gaff again, which is all good. So. Uh, as I said, slightly different to when we have a guest. It's just myself and Aaron bring one each, and we discuss it and see what we think of it. Um, so I reckon, Aaron, you will do the honors. Oh, Misha first. Uh, so. What an honor! Um, so my one is uh, kind of topical, um, in the sense of it's related to the Women's World Cup, uh, which mm-hmm. has just concluded very recently. Um, Spain, Spain winning the. The, the World Cup so mm-hmm. uh, my one was an ad um, and it got quite popular actually just before the start of the World Cup so I'd say uh, a lot of a lot of listeners and viewers might have seen this one already but it is from um, Orange and it is the Blues Highlights so I uh, let's let's give it a look. And uh, it's is is there is this a case study? Is this the actual ad this or what is, is it? This is the actual ad. Okay, and just for anyone listening, this is two minutes long, and I don't think there's any talking in this, Aaron, is there? No. Text so just screen. be warned, you might want to... Uh, we'll describe what it is after, okay? 
Ah, c'est passé oh Oui, c'est passé oh, Oui Bien sûr que c'est passé oh, Maintenant, faut que ça aille au bout Allez Ouais, c'est bien joué Il n'y a plus qu'à la pousser Il n'y a plus qu'à la pousser C'est pénalty, oh, ça C'est fait Les Bleus qui reviennent dans le match Et elle a encore le droit de rêver Avec le pied droit Quel toucher de balle extraordinaire Là, il y a un bon ballon de contre à jouer Bien fait, bien fait le. Le centre en retrait. Oh, le centre en retrait. Le centre en retrait. Le Le football qu'on aime. C'est ça, les bleus qu'on aime. Allez les bleus, ouais. Allez les bleus. Yeah, that's uh. So Aaron, do you want to describe that for anyone? Yeah. So the, um, that was an ad um by Orange, where basically we saw a a sizzle reel, a highlight reel of uh some silky skills by uh, the French uh male team. Some some great passes from Mbappe and the likes. Some lovely goals, and then uh, halfway through the video, it. it basically said that we support uh orange supports uh le bleu but that wasn't uh them as you as you saw them and then it went into showing how they put vf using vfx the mm -hmm. all the those skills that we just seen were actually snippets from different games from the the women's team and they just yep. put over kind of uh, male players faces jersey numbers uh stuff like that over it um and uh it just kind of Got across that when we support Le Bleu, we support both the men, women and the men's team. But I just thought it was a, a very nice uh, use of VFX, and it was really, uh, really, really took off when when it went launch a couple of weeks uh, before the World Cup. What I was really impressed with was the body change and like the length of shorts, like things like that, like things that when I watched, I after I watched it once, I went, oh, and then I was like, I went back to see what level of detail. They did actually go into and watch it, mm. and I was like, "Fuck me, that's really well done." It was the fill yes. behind the say, like uh, one of the players, she had long hair, and then mm -hmm. when it was changed to the male player with short hair, that fill in the background graphics of like yeah, yeah, what yeah. would have been where the hair was blocking on the camera. Yeah. I thought no, stuff, was, that detail was really cool. I thought, I thought when they did it, I thought how they released it. I thought just the thought behind it was so simple. Um, and also, it's nice to see deep fakes used for good. Mm -hmm. um, there's there's a little bit of me that's like, because everyone just always talks about the scariness of it to be like, 
uh, see, we can use it to educate you. <laughs> you know what I mean? To remove we, your bias. Yeah, to stuff. point out your bias. Yeah, yeah, we can yeah, use it for all that. You're a prick. <laughs> um, no, I thought this was really cool. It did. It it it. It just said something really powerful that needed to be said beforehand. You know what I mean? Drop your drop your preconceptions and watch. Mm-hmm. And that's what I thought it did. It just just hammered that home. Yeah, well, it definitely is one that needed to be called out and and put in the archives because it's a great ad. So uh, yeah, that's my free gaff. I love that ad episode. Yeah. Uh, right. You got mine up. Uh, yes. Okay. No. So no, we don't. Sorry. Actually, it's in the chat. It's in the chat. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we try we to be put professional that, here like, as know, best as we can. Technical difficulties. Please stand by with the girl and the puppet and the chalkboard. <laughs> oh yeah, the old the old BBC one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready to go, go. Okay. Welcome back, Aaron. Thanks for that. Yeah, thanks. Okay. So um, this ad for me, uh, it's it's one of those ads that kind of lives rent free in my head. Um, it, it's from 2002. It's a Levi's ad called Odyssey, directed by uh, all of advertising's favorite, Jonathan Glazer. So we will give it a watch. It's one minute long, same as Aaron's. There is no talking. So um, it, it's Handel's, I think it's Saraband is what's going to be playing. So if you're listening, you're going to listen to a bit of classical music with some sound effects over it. And I will describe what's happening after. Delightful. is Levi's uh, Odyssey, directed by Jonathan Glazier. BBH was the agency. So this was, this came out around the time um, Levi's had just tried to change what the fuck they were doing. They they, they kind of, who they were talking to, they needed to talk to like 15 to 24 year olds instead of, as they call it, the Jeremy Clarkson effect, <laughs> which was the portly older man <laughs> this is their words portly wearing, uh, great use of the word portly and they called it the jeremy clarkson effect um who used to wear levi's so the year before bbh made an ad called twist which was kind of like this really cool it looked like the frame rate was at like 20 frames a second and it was like twisting and like in reverse and that did a huge job for levi hit smashed smashed all the the targets right um so then this was the next iteration it uh it cost 2.5 million sterling to make this ad um they almost didn't finish it um because there was so much cgi and animation what's really interesting um 
in the 11 different walls that they jump through. The walls aren't there, but the smoke and rubble are practical. Right. So all the smoke, that's not added in from a CGI perspective. So what they were doing was almost like, my assumption is, with the way the camera frame is working, they're dropping a shit ton of talc or dust on you as you run yeah. into the room, you know, at that time. Um, or they're, they have like some type of storage, you're nearly jumping through dust and yeah, then keeping yeah, going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I think it took them, it, 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 it could have been like, did I read it? It was like six months or something. Um, but yeah, 2.5 million. But yeah, I just love it. It's one of those ones that I always remember. Like, it's the way in which he shoots it. It's so fucking hectic. It like, if you had a heart rate monitor on me, it would go up watching that ad. Like, even the cuts, like, the cuts to black, like, as if he's going through the different rooms, the shaky context, and just the opening the door. I love the quiet at the very start where he opens the, like, he doesn't run through the door. I love that. At the very start, that kind of decision of chaos you know what i mean it's like i'm opening the door to break every boundary that exists and that was kind of the creative logic behind it was to show levi's being part of younger people um breaking boundaries because that would have been 2002 at that age they would have been targeting gen xers so yeah i just i don't know i just love it i think it's a visual spectacle it did a big job for them uh it was also voted like uh, sixth uh best tv out of all time on the drum top 100 it's just really strong and it's just scary when you're kind of you forget about jonathan glazer and then he just fucking pops into your fucking your your life again and you're like what what can't he do <laughs> there's but, a yeah. there's the scene is set really really mm-hmm. well in the first frames when you see the male actor's face and there's just kind of this intense not angst, but almost like he's like he, it's like he's just about to reach a real critical decision, but a hard decision, an important decision. So you're like instantly you're drawn into going, what's going on? What here? Is, is he in the middle mm-hmm. of a fight, or is there some? You know, there's it, it intrigues straight away, and then they start smashing walls. You're like, all oh, right, okay, I'm following this. To see mm-hmm. what the oh, there's another person doing it. Okay, is that his girlfriend? Is it? I don't know. Oh, now they're stopped. Oh, they're going again. <laughs> Do you know? So like it, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's different peaks and troughs and, and kind of different levers he's pulling throughout the entire piece. That, that's what I thought was really cool. It's not just, it's not just spectacle. It's almost, it's, it's story as well. But you're well, kind of, as an th- audience, you're trying to fill in that story. Yeah, it's intrigue. Like what I thought was interesting, there could have been a, I like the disconnect between the two, the male and female characters. I don't like that there is any love story there. I think it's, um, I actually think they're, it's more a representation of a generation struggle for freedom. Um, And I thought it was nice that there is no contact apart from a look between those two people. Like this easily could have been a link sad where they, they run or jump through walls to get to each other, <laughs> you know, and in the middle they start kissing. You know what I mean? That yeah, could have been that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like the fact that there's no contact between them none and like they end up running up trees and jumping out into space but there is no handhold there's no touch when they're in space they don't reach for each other you know what i mean it is your own personal motive other people are doing this but there's support in that but it doesn't mean 
if you don't get through the wall, I'm not stopping. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. that kind of there's there's a nice level of individuality to the struggle, but also group, because I I just thought and the look, her look to me indicates, oh, you're doing this too. Do you know what I mean? As opposed to we're doing this together, which I thought was and it's like this one looks tough, <laughs> and it's like oh well, <laughs> um. Uh, I just think it's 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 just super powerful and really brought to life. Uh, I don't know, probably the feeling of a generation, which is what which what they were trying to achieve. BBH were trying to achieve that kind of struggling for freedom, which every generation goes through at that stage in their life anyway. Um, and to do it in a way, if you imagine in two thousand two, like that type of animation and CGI would have would have been a rarity on TV. Like this would have been a visual spectacle on your television screen, like, um, especially the end, running up trees like a, um, I don't know, like a ninja movie from the sixties, and then jumping out into space. And what's interesting, if you actually think of the imagery about um the space shot at the end, or the motivations as to where they're going, there's a futility to what they're trying to achieve. Because if you do make it to space, your head's going to explode. So like, <laughs> but there's that there's that kind of blind, I don't know, lust for breaking down boundaries and freedom freedom that people have at that age that they don't give a shit. There and then there's probably the symbolism of reaching for the stars or reaching for the sky or all that bullshit. But I just love the. the there just feels like there feels a lot of angst. In the in all of the action. There's there's a lot of angst. There's a lot of individuality. There's a lot of motivations that you don't need to know because you're just watching them express themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which is just running as fast as they can. Now, Shane, can you imagine the pressure? Like, yeah, can you imagine like, okay, your creative agency came up with the ad, team are really excited. They pitched the clients mm -hmm. and clients like, Yes, double A plus, fucking love it. Let's do it. Yeah. How much? Production department get involved. It's two two and a half million. Client goes. You know what? It's still fucking class idea. No, we're going to do it. We need to do it. We need to get this new generation in Levi's, mm -hmm. and a client backs it. Can you imagine being in the creative team and coming up with going? Oh fuck! This better work because <laughs> yeah. it's a two point five million pound back then. Well, so what's that? Probably three three point two five now in terms of inflation sterling. So what's that? Three and a half, nearly just under four million budget combined. Is that? <laughs> yeah, and like probably more really. Like if you think, well, like I think that's why you put some. So if you're talking about from the agency's perspective, you put someone like Jonathan Glazer on it. Like he'll come back with a re and be like, "We're not, we can't do that." As in, like, you know what I mean? So, like, he would have pitched this with them, and he, like, I'd say, without his name, this doesn't get signed off. Like, I, he's I already at this stage. Just, there still is. That's a that's a mental price price tag to have on on the campaign. Yeah, yeah, potentially. I think. I think. I don't know. Uh, I, I that never actually crossed my mind with this. Um. 
but because just with the name attached to it and BBH and I'd say like I'd say they'd go over, they'd happily go over and just build a client anyway. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh well, it's not two point five, it's three. <laughs> Do you know? Because like, but what was interesting was they almost were unable to finish it now because you got to remember CGI would have been in its infancy. Yeah. So the real that moment you're describing, I reckon Framestone had. <laughs> being like yeah we told them it's going to cost a million and they said yeah there's, there's literally no one extra we can hire to finish this with us yeah that's <laughs> what i mean can't even I outsource it. can you imagine the rendering the rendering times that was and taken. jonathan glazer was like it's nothing compared to fucking putting horses in waves <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> so like uh i'd say uh i'd say yeah the the, the cgi guys i'd say fucking shit themselves um but they were like all lucky to have such a great director to be included. Like if they had to create smoke as well, I don't think they could create smoke in two thousand two. Is like like you don't like what was it? What was two thousand two? So it would have been made in two oh one. Yeah, yeah. No, they could have. It just Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings was out. Lord of the Rings won. So like they still weren't able to do Gollum at that stage. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what you're dealing with. Um, but no, I just think. Them running and running through what I ju- I just think it's a fabulous piece of work. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, I really do. It's 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 just one. It kind of describes more, I think, of that era of advertising, um, than anything else. I think it's it's similar to, remember the, uh, and this is a little bit later, but like the Xbox Life is Short ad, where the woman mm-hmm. gives birth to the baby and shoots out and in the, the sky. Turns, like there's no speaking. It's all just visual. I think that this kind of was around that time where like there's not even a voiceover. It's just visual and then text on screen with a lot of uh, VFX, SFX and strong lockup. And I just feel like this is kind of the, for me, it's the pinnacle of that type of advertising because I just think the craft in it is would be a rarity. And I think CGI was in its infancy to the extent that you wouldn't be able to afford them to do this now. For that price tag, if you know what I mean, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be like these people were the top, top, top of their field, and they probably undersold themselves. They were probably still figuring it out, but unbelievable artists, you know what I mean. So you just got this unbelievable looking piece of creative that is just fabulous. Yeah, it's like really it cool. just could live by itself. Like Great you don't even fucking yeah. Um, had you ever seen it before? Uh, I remember from back then, but I wouldn't have seen. I wouldn't have seen that now and. 20 odd years yeah it was a good one yeah i suppose it is 21 years yeah. ago Fuck. Mad. um okay yeah so uh that's it then they're the two choices um we hope you all enjoyed them if you're listening or watching and if you are listening uh please do give us a rate or a thumbs up or whatever your platform allows you to do if you're looking to listen to or watch any of the other episodes, you can listen wherever you get your podcast and you can watch on uh, podcast. The archives are all up to date, so you should be able to see everything up there. And um, right, that's it. Until next time. Goodbye. I Love That Ad is proudly sponsored by IRS Plus, the one-stop shop for expert local radio planning and media agnostic brand solutions. If you have a media brief, you need to speak to IRS Plus. Go to irsplus.ie or mail hello at irsplus.ie for more.